Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. this week and i i know that uh on on a recent episode i i went out of my way to say several times uh that we are not a current events podcast and that's true but sometimes something happens that is so seismic uh that we we have to talk about it now Mm -hmm. uh Pierce, you you have so you and I both happened upon a a news development that uh, was seized upon in the media, quite like it was seismic. You're uh, talking about that COVID pandemic thing, right? Uh, yes. So what? What are you talking about? This global cr- cr- uh, pandemic thing. Some sickness. I don't know. I think oh, it's like you a mean colder, uh, the flu? authoritarianism? Yeah, I've heard that's been going around. Uh, no, uh, a- Apple Apple made an announcement, and oh, veganism. Uh, <laughs> and and the way the way that this announcement came to me first was in the form of a push notification from the New York Times app on my phone about Mm -hmm. the end of the ipod yeah now if you get into the meat of that article if you actually click past the the push notification what what the the story is is that uh apple will no longer produce any new ipods the last model that they were supporting and producing anyway is the iPod Touch, whatever generation that's on. And when those, when current stock is sold, there will be no more new iPods produced in the world ever. And I had an instinctive reaction to to this, which was, I, I this isn't the only part of this that was news to me is that they were still making any iPod touches at all. And, and and in fact, the, the actual iPod has been dead for a great many years now. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that, I mean, we'll get into the greater thing here, but one thing that I was, I have not done the research to do clarification on is an iPod touch does it have does it have other apps on it or is it really yes. just okay it's an iphone with no phone okay that that's that's and what you I can thought. use google voice on it my my friend did that in in high school before the iphone existed yeah i you may or may not be able to do that now but yeah i mean there is we're of an age the uh the i the ipod was around in various forms for 20 plus years just a little over 20 years um i very much obviously remember the marketing of it the advertising of it um 
the importance of it um i mean you did not have cd skipping there was nothing that could break except for the the ipod itself obviously but but it's just like it was very important but i'm not going to be as cynical as you sean but like we have we have moved we have moved on um and i think that that is okay but there is something that is very special about i i think it really is the introduction of the technology around basically mp3s and how important that has been for being able to share music to introduce us to the the streaming generation really um uh but like maybe we put too much value in like the particular brand name of the technology that delivered it do do we though i i don't know be, so, I, mean, I can't be i can't be unbiased here because it was so important for me when i got in an ipod well yeah so i mean I, I have pretty vivid memories of the ipod mini which was my first entry into this world oh yeah um, I, but i i mean really you know in a lot of ways the innovation was not so much the iPod itself, although it was definitely the iPod itself, as it was the full ecosystem, the iTunes mm-hmm. uh, system. Uh, not dead. That's just not true. iTunes still exists, certainly on Windows computers. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. But it, it was also the first like accessory from apple that everyone needed to have right mm-hmm. yes. and much has been much well the much digital ink has been spilled about the bet they took on having the ipod and uh, you know apple had gone almost bankrupt or had gone bankrupt some some years before mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they they come out with with the ipod and you know in 2006 so the year before the iphone came out it was 40 percent of its revenue which is pretty incredible when you consider how much it costs in comparison to a computer um uh, and that's back when when max not everything was i mean everything was a computer but not everything was a computer um <laughs> so you could actually differentiate those things yeah so i mean i i don't think i, I don't really think it's an oversell to call the iPod like one of the most revolutionary technological developments of of our lifetime, if not a longer stretch than that. I mean, it it almost single handedly changed the way that people listen to music. Mm-hmm. You know, not not just in the sense of going from some sort of physical medium like records or CDs or cassettes two digital files that were accessible in a portable way but like it actually changed the way that people listen to music and and was one of the real major uh drivers of a shift from album-based listening to song-based listening you know so like i i don't think I think it would be very hard to genuinely overstate the impact that the iPod had on, you know, on the world that it came into. Yeah, I mean, it, it, 
it really created a whole new ability to both explore music individually and also share music broadly and be part of communities because you had something that was obviously you could sit in front of your computer but the portability and being able to do that and share that and and everything else i think that that is um really a wonderful thing one thing that i think of as a you know comparison point this may sound weird but it's like once you created the uh the window units of air conditioning and you said here is a thing that you can have and take it anywhere all of a sudden it's it becomes something that's expected so you have air conditioning in cars and you have air conditioning at the office and everything else and so now you know the ipad the ipod gets out there and things have changed but now we expect to have a music player in everything because the precedent has been set that this is a key um feature that everything is going to have i mean there's in some ways like you know there's a difference between a cell phone and an iphone because it you know an iphone does all these other things i mean that's kind of the selling point is like you add the phone and you add the internet to the ipod and i feel like that's how it was framed as you're you're adding these to this other device this other feature not it, it wasn't so much you're adding music to the phone i mean you could it depends on your view but i, I feel like that precedent was set i don't know that's so that's that is an interesting question that's like an interesting sort of chicken and egg question is whether and we'll you know i don't think we'll we'll know because steve jobs isn't with us anymore but whether whether apple saw the iphone as grafting a phone and and really grafting a computer onto an ipod or grafting an ipod onto a palm pilot i don't know my my gut is the latter um but I, but I, it's hard to say, and I'm also not that sure it matters. Um, Pierce, you mentioned something a few minutes ago that sort of, you know, perked my ears up when you said that there's nothing that can break an iPod, oh. and that's just horse hockey. It, it's it's <laughs> not it's not true, but the the music in it is not it's not like a cd or a right. tape you it's not gonna break you can't break a cd but there is a like an actual you know spinning disc hard drive in it which is mm-hmm. kind of a wild thing and one of the reasons that i know that and here's the big reveal that i, I hinted at before we started recording you broke no, very much still working because this is, you know, this is an audio medium. I, I will inform you that what I'm holding up on Skype is a modded out, uh, like fifth generation iPod, the iPod video. Um, and, 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 um, this is, so there is like a, a sort of cult, uh, <clears throat> cult following on the internet of the the iPod the classic iPod models and kind of rejiggering them uh for for you know uh, to be better suited to continuing to work in the the modern age and I, I sort of learned about this first in 2016 when Lindsay Zolads who is now a music critic at the New York Times 
wrote an essay for The Ringer about, you know, extolling the virtues of the iPod Classic and, and, and the idea of having a, a music player that only plays music yeah. and, and having having like an antidote to really being tethered to your phone for all the things that your phone is capable of doing because then you're stuck with the things that your phone does that you maybe don't want your phone to do all the time. Yeah. And, and I was sort of interested in that idea, uh, but I really didn't do anything about it until, uh, that, that thing that, that Max mentioned at the, the top of the show. I, I bought this within the last two years. Uh, it was a sort of pandemic project to to be like you know to have something that would would be this real single function device and i don't use it all the time but it is actually really quite nice to have uh, last weekend i had a cracked phone screen and had to go drop it off uh at a place to get fixed and so for a couple hours i was just sort of driving around doing errands but i had this and could plug it in to my car stereo and and still still have you know still have music that way um and you know you could like if you if you were the kind of person that were inclined to go on runs which i am not or long walks which i am you know you can actually sort of untether from the world for a while mm -hmm. uh and I think that's kind of a neat thing. And and so anyway, so I bought this from someone on eBay who had already done a lot of the the modification. Uh, and one of the one of the main things that they do is remove the spinning disk hard drive. And some somebody started making adapters that would allow you instead to use SD cards for memory. And so what started as a 30 gig hard drive uh, is now a much lighter because it's not a, a big hard drive, but also has 256 gigabytes of storage space on it. So it's just like a big jukebox and I've got like 20,000 songs on it. And, you know, I, I also I just finished working on it today um mm -hmm. one of the things that i i realized when i started to get to a certain point of all all those Bandcamp friday purchases adding to the library like these old ipods certain models have a limiter in the in the ram on the logic board that only that caps you out at a certain number of songs because like the the complicated technical reasoning is that there's a, a database file that the iPod OS has to be able to read through to actually build the music library. And if you have more metadata on all your songs than the RAM capacity, it doesn't work. So I ordered a logic board from somebody and it got shipped to me from Kansas. And so I spent an hour like delicately with tweezers like you know futzing around inside this piece of miracle technology to put in a new board that has 
you know, has double the RAM. So, so, so you not... ship of Theseus your iPod. Basically. That, yeah, that's that's exactly what I did. But you you hit on such an I think an important component of this, and and I feel like Max, you will you will probably appreciate it, but also you will see the the the, the dilemma is someone who I think we've talked about this before. But you know, in in the kitchen, there's such a criticism of a unitasker. And what Sean has kind of described is is the beauty of iPods as effectively a unitasker. And I feel some sentimentality toward this idea that, and that's why I asked about the the touch at the beginning. Like, could you install other apps? Um, because that that's, gets away. I mean, that's that's a computer. But the idea that there is not going to be this this fresh proprietary unitasker that that we have this connection to. I mean, I feel a little, I feel a little melancholy about that. I mean, do you share that as we move to things that do maybe too much? Yeah, I hear that. Um, I don't know that I would go out of my way to get an iPod, but I, I genuinely appreciate everything that you've said. And yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's a, the reason why at the beginning, if you'd said, you know, if there was a trivia question that said, what year did Apple stop making the iPod? I would have guessed not 2022 right <laughs> and and i think to pierce's point i actually whatever I, apple wants to say the ipod touch is almost is closer to the to the current iphone than it was to an ipod because of your point around it being a multitasking device like i think 100%. of an ipod as a device that plays music and maybe has um maybe has the uh like snake on it maybe yeah or the music quiz which was like my favorite oh the music but, um, quiz was awesome right and it was all your music it was great so anyway yeah. i mean yeah there's definitely a nostalgia there uh i don't know that's a loaded question because there's always a balance of like nostalgic technology versus efficiency i mean i have a i have a record player in my house and i have spent not an insignificant amount of money in the past six months replacing parts to make it not just work but work better for me because i use it and buying vinyl records and like that is not an efficient technologically efficient way to listen to music by any means i already have a a a battery powered computer that i have in my pocket all the time connected to the internet which has a, a an immense uh um you know library of music at my fingertips and yet i still am spending what 20 to 40 dollars per record to uh to listen to these vinyls and there's a lot of reason for that i'm not to get into supporting the artist and whatnot but in terms of just having the actual technology is like there's a there's something something similar there i I think it's that that you know the ipod experience is not only a unitask unitasker but it's very private experience i mean there's no there's no speaker on the the ipod and so if you you can i mean you can attach a speaker and everything but you know if you put it in your pocket and you have wired headphones like it is really just you listening and that that's going away do you know what else there's not on an ipod what a microphone that too um any sort of social sharing capability yes there is yeah. no feed of what you are doing and yeah. there there is something un- you know, for a person who immediately on Spotify disabled the whole thing where you you share out what you're listening to to your friends and makes most of his playlists private, like there is something immensely appealing about that to me. Um, mm-hmm. 
but like you know it also i think it also is important to remember that this is not the same thing as a a kitchen appliance that is fixed and in, in one place all the time where it's maybe it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to have a toaster over something like a toaster oven that can perform multiple functions like you know this is inherently this is an entertainment product uh, and so so the calculus is different but like there's also uh, there's a pretty limited spectrum of people for whom you know getting a ipod classic in the 2020s makes sense and i'm like in the perfect pocket for that where i just happened to have i still had you know well over 100 gigabytes of music on various external hard drives and and whatnot you know and i think that comes in part from having like a you know a music collector dad and and we we were heavy we were heavy in the kazaa game back in the day um <laughs> so like if you have embraced if you fully embraced the streaming ecosystem and you deleted all those files that were taking up space on your computer like of course there is no reason for you to go out and now buy an ipod yeah. um that would that would be a very stupid thing in fact and and that's where like i'm i'm really not i can't i can't be that cynical because this is this is a smart business decision um the what the person you've described as wanting ipod is uh, ipod now is is honestly no different than you know our our having record it's a record collection yeah, and it's and it's an aesthetic. You are you are part of an aesthetic, and and it is good that we are self aware of that. Um, and Apple goes, well, that's fine, but like that is not a large market, and having an internet connected device, and us not having to worry about putting little hard drives in in these and and whatnot, and creating this very limited technology, um, that's okay. We'll move on. This is the right business choice. To and to Max's point, to to really what we've all said, it's like. Oh, they're still making iPods. If we say that, then we know that it, they were actually making a bad business decision for the last however many years. Right. It, um, it was always weird. Yeah. It was always weird to like walk into a, a Best Buy and see that there was still like stuff for iPod touches. Like, what? What's going on here? Yeah, and and I know Sean and I have have discussed. There has been. Uh, scuttlebutt and otherwise recently about the impact of social media and internet connected devices on on the youth and we're not that type of current events thing but I, I, it's it's not i also should say that it's not like stopping making the touch is is going to like just open the floodgates to that as as you mentioned the the touch was an internet connected device everything is internet connected which means everything is social media connected so it's not like this was the last bastion of of safety or anything yeah that that one sort of went out the the window with whatever the last the the, the last ipod model which was actually called the ipod classic at that point mm -hmm. <laughs> it lived long enough it lived long enough to become its own nostalgia parody which is, yeah. I, I don't know there's something kind of cool about that yeah, I mean to to you know to be a legend while you're still in your active career is is always nice, um, I, you know. So I, yeah, I I think that um, it it 
I'm not I'm not like upset that it's going away. I don't feel like I'm I'm not going to write some aggrieved uh, screed on my social media app of choice, um, which I'm, I'm sure people people will. And that's you know yeah. whatever. Have fun in the comment section of the world. But uh, it's like this is this is the nature of technology, and I appreciate that we have been able to move on from from that and not be beholden to buying. Um, you know, uh, what, what's the what's the band? Uh, like Jet, that Australian band with that one song. Like, we don't. I don't have to make that mistake again. I really don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so now now does my cynicism about the the news release make more sense in the context of knowing that like I've I had already fully embraced the the nostalgia project of the old iPod. Yeah, it's what it, what it is is they're they're basically announcing that this player is going to retire this year, and the player is playing for like the Reds, and you're like, oh, maybe I should go to a Reds game, but like I've totally moved on from this, or or, or something like that. It's just, or, or like whenever isn't Jim Calhoun didn't he go back into coaching? Oh, um, he sure did at yeah. a Sacred Heart. Yeah, it's like they'll have to announce that he's retiring, and you'll go, oh, they're still doing that. I guess I should tip my cap to this guy, but it's like, eh, you know, it's not going to change my <laughs> habits. Not everyone can be Ricky Henderson. No. Um, okay. Well, he would just uh, take all the iPods with him on his way out, like the bases. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So let's, uh, let's move on and do Pierce's sorry. What are you apologizing for today? Um, some number of weeks ago, uh, I we had a, a get-together at my house. We invited people over to make food. Specifically, this was a spring chicken party. The reason we did that is we had three whole frozen chickens in our freezer. So we prepared chicken three different ways, um, in the oven, on the charcoal grill, on the gas grill. So this apology is to future um, get togethers with food because, um, about a week ago I thought, oh, you know what? I need to make chicken stock from all of the, the bones and and carcasses and, and such in the amount of cleanup that was involved with having people over enough people to reasonably eat three chickens, um, did not make the time in the cleanup to freeze the, the, the leftover chicken bones and such. And so there will be no stock made for future events. And that is, you know, that is not a crime against humanity, but it is very close. And for that, I apologize. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. It is, it is a, a, a shame to not have chicken stock when you were expecting to have chicken stock. So yeah, it's it's also so easy, that. and you not that it's all about saving money, but you save a lot of money by yeah. making chicken stock. Um. Okay. Uh. We'll move on to the big idea from pop culture, and I mean, I easily could shout out, uh, <laughs> Better Call Saul again because I'm now almost done with season five and and rounding the corner into the current season and it is incredible uh but i I will instead say that uh i had an experience that i hadn't had in quite a while uh recently which is that i got sufficiently excited 
about a novel, a new release novel, that I went out of my way to go buy it, you know, as the first opportunity that I could when it was out. Uh, I, I am still much more of a, a devoted nonfiction reader most of the time. Uh, but but in this case, um, I I went to Barnes and Noble to get a book called Truth by Hernan Diaz, uh, which I have not read yet. Uh, but there's there's some sort of Rashomani aspects where there's multiple perspectives and there's kind of a, there's like novels within the world of the novel. It's a book about uh, fabulously wealthy people. Uh, in the sort of turn of the 20th century New York, and then I think people trying to discover many years later, trying to uncover uh, some some dark secrets about how they they got their money. Uh, and and I just I really loved Diaz's previous novel, which is called In the Distance, which is like a a, a western about uh, this um, mute. Or, or kind of mute guy like traveling the desolate west uh so i'm i'm very very pumped about it and i i hope i hope you all get to have a moment in the in the near future if you haven't had one recently where something you've been really anticipating is finally out in the world and you can run and go get it like we used to do when we were kids they just released normal gossip merch today hell yeah they did Hell yeah, they did. Uh, so uh, we'll close the show as we do with a Rolling Stone rock trivia question. And uh, let's see. This time, I'm not going to go quite so uh, helpful as to, to actually ask you about artists, but uh, I'm going to give you sort of one word or short phrase clues and you can decide which question you want uh good day europe or gospel music not, not gospel music please okay i feel like i'm guessing on most of these anyway but i don't want that <laughs> fair enough yes um, i eliminated one you eliminate the other um uh let's eliminate europe all right. All of these things happen in ice cubes. It was a good day, except A, his mother makes him a nice breakfast. B, the police drive by without harassing him. C, uh, there is no cause to use his machine gun. Or D, he receives fellatio while watching a Laker game. Which one of these things did not happen in this song? Uh, I'm going to say B. Say D. So just because those are the two letters that sound like each other, Max, B as in boy, Pierce, D as in Derek? Yes. All right, Pierce, you are correct. He does not receive oral sex while watching a Laker game in the iconic song, It Was a Good Day. That's right. He should have. <laughs> uh, Tipper Gore would have had a field day with that. Uh, Max, the 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 question, the Europe question that ultimately got rejected was about where the band Europe is from. 
Do you know that? Uh, I I would guess Boston, Massachusetts. That was my guess too. No, they're from. But I actually Sweden. don't know. Oh, it's oh. a European country. It works yeah. on so Europe as a clue works on two levels. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, Ice Cube uh, does get a nice breakfast from his mother. The police don't harass him, and he doesn't have to use his AK, as he says in the song. So mm-hmm. it does sound like a pretty good day. Uh, yeah. All right. That is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com. You can also subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. If you do that, please tell a friend about the show. We would love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Matt. Thanks for listening. Bye.